Hey guys, what's up? This is another episode of Happy Hour with Ryan. We're going to get started with the pre-hype show. We got so much to cover. Um, it was a busy, busy week last week and then uh, just got back. And if you can't tell, my voice is very hoarse from a heck of a weekend bachelor's party for my boy Cisco in Big D, Dallas, Texas. Uh, we did it up, had a grand, great time. Uh, he's getting married in um, 13 days, so it's rapidly approaching. So we were finally able to get to Dallas. Uh, we were supposed to go down there a couple weeks ago, but with the snow apocalypse that happened, uh, we just weren't able to make it. Um, thank God, the original place we were going to stay in Richardson, Texas, Airbnb, we were able to get our full refund. Ended up staying at the Colony uh, in Texas, and oh, it was really nice. Um, Appreciate Upper Room, shout out. Um, really great place to stay. Uh, we just had a great guys weekend. Um, and it's it's so crazy and surreal. So uh, this husband right here, I needed a trip. I'm, I'm always hearing like the ladies, you know, the moms and the wives like, oh, we need a girl's trip. I needed this guy's trip. Let me tell you something else. Um, because I really haven't had a vacation since last March. Well, really when we were in New Orleans for uh, uh, Jen and I's wedding. That's the last time I've really been out of town and then with the pandemic and everything. So it was just really great uh, to take a little road trip five hours uh, south. Um, oh man, great, 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 great time. Uh, but I do wanna get on, uh, on a rant here about Texas. So me and Montroy, who he's going to come on season two on the show and talk to us. But, you know, he pointed out something last night. It just seems like that, I don't know, the state of Texas, you know, they really don't care about the people. And I don't know, he was saying some things last night kind of made sense. So, you know, when we had the snowpocalypse a couple weeks ago, um, it's crazy to think just, you know, the city of Dallas uh, lost, you know, hundreds and thousands of people without power. And you think of the grand scheme of things as far as bigger cities like New York and L.A. And you would think, you know, OK, those cities, you know, obviously they probably lose power because just the whole city lit up, you know, cities that never sleep. But Dallas, this just seems like there's no reason uh, that should have happened. And, you know, going back to, you know, as far as the money in the state, it just seems like it's always revolving around oil. Uh, you know, with Texas being a red state, it just seems like that's where the money's going. And it just seems like they don't really care about the people. And I'm going to get to that here shortly. Um, so Ted Cruz, uh, then it gets later uh, recognized uh, during this national state of emergency uh, pretty much close to a natural disaster. He just up and flees with his family. They go to Cancun, and you know I talked to a lady here, I work with at United Healthcare, uh, one of our members, and she was just stating how just irresponsible that was. You know, you have responsibility as as a uh, governor, you know, to your state. You know, uh, you know, state you're supposed to care about and care for. And then, you know, Cruz gets on Twitter and just, you know, then he kind of uh, throws his daughters under the bus and say, oh, daddy, you know, we want to get out of here and go, which they probably did. But, you know, I don't know. So the uh, the, the lady I was speaking with, uh, she was just stating, you know, I would have gone about a little bit different. I probably would have to. 
Um, you know, I just don't know if a vacation, you know, would have been the back of my mind. And, you know, I don't know. I just seem to care about people. Uh, I just don't try to, you know, run over people and whatnot. You know, it's the overall care and well-being for your people. And, you know, your community, and we're always talking about community on the podcast, and it's just for, for him to do that is just un... You know, it's just, it's uncharacteristic of him. Just, just, to, oh, wow, it's just, it's, it's crazy to just leave your people behind and just be that selfish, you know? And it's like, you know, you can go on vacation whenever you want, but, you know, all those people without power, and it's really sad, and it kind of just, the sadness turns to anger. So I was reading about this 11-year-old that was trying to keep his little three-year-old brother warm, and... The 11 year old passed away. He died. You know, people dying from freezing to death. You know, it's just it's just kind of crazy and mind boggling to be thinking about that. And I don't know. Um, just just a shame to Texas right now how they're doing. Uh, you know, stuff. And then and then here's the kicker: um, the vaccines. Um, and it's widely statistically known that. Uh, minorities a good percentage are dying from the coronavirus and yet where do the vaccines go they go to the uh the the lake highlands area you know the rich part uh where uh former president george bush uh lives that area and it's crazy and then a guy comes on the news and says oh well uh it was a mistake and this and that i'm like no it wasn't come on you know it's like you know who really needs uh, the vaccine? You really do. You really do. But uh, as we say, um, you know, money talks, you know, and it's always about money. But, uh, you know, to give it the people who need it the most, uh, you know, that, that are dying from this just just crazy, crazy, uh, you know, virus out here. Um, I, and I still I, I, I'm sure eventually I will, but I just kind of still want to see. Uh, how people are, are going to do, uh, you know, and my wife personally has already received the vaccine and I'm still, still a little apprehensive about taking it. Um, and as we're, we're coming up on a year and it just seems like it's so crazy when all this happened. Um, you know, I, I remember coming home March 20th, packing up everything out of the office and heading on to start work. And I just didn't even, at that point, I almost got really real, <clears throat> And about, you know, oh, man, we're going to be at home. We don't know until it's up in the air as far as, you know, how long we're going to be at home. So I don't know. Hopefully we come out of this better, better than we started. Um, Johnson & Johnson's vaccine has has really uh, been almost 100% approved by the uh, FDA. Um, so, you know, they're coming out with the stuff. Um uh, I'm hoping by May or June, you know, some normalcy around, um, some businesses are slowly, you know, starting to get back, uh, uh, up and running. Um, and it's so sad. A lot of businesses in the communities have failed the local businesses. It's just crazy to think about. Um, but a lot of businesses have removed, you know, their max capacity. Um, although, we were downtown in Dallas this weekend, and it's crazy. You know, you can get inside a restaurant, but if you're trying to go, you know, upstairs, you know, if there's a second floor for a club, which we were trying to get in to start downtown in Dallas, and <clears throat> unless you got reservation now with places, you cannot get in. Uh, or, you know, you got to wait till a certain group 
you know, amount of uh, people leave and, you know, uh, oh, wow. It's just something to think about there. But, yeah, just Texas, like I said, disappointed in how they went about that. Um, uh, a lot of people were advocating, as was I, uh, Beto O'Rourke, uh, you know, when he was running a couple years ago. And he came very, very close to dethroning Ted Cruz. So, I don't know, maybe he runs again. And, you know, yeah, he gets that position because I really feel like he he does actually care for the state. I really do. Um, he got a lot of boost and support from the people. So uh, recently in the news, Tiger Woods um, had a wreck and uh, Woods is 45, mind you. And, uh, you know, I'm sure people automatically were thinking, oh, what did he do now? You know, reverting back to um, several years ago when uh he had an affair and um he had taken some medicine got in the car and, and, and drove down the street and he had a he had a pole and um you know his wife came at him with a golf club was bashing out the windows and man uh you just wouldn't have thought of somebody's you know someone's caliber like tiger with somebody doing something like that but his documentary actually is on HBO. I strongly urge you to look at that. So many things I did not know uh, was going on. And when he was younger, probably nine or 10, a little, you know, young amateur Tiger Woods, you know, golfer, um, his dad um, was having affairs. Uh, They had his dad's friend on the, on the documentary talking. And he just, he's like, Tiger's going to kill me for saying this. But uh, he was just talking about how, you know, uh, Tiger's dad was taking women into this RV, uh, you know, it was parked on the course and God knows what you, well, you probably imagine what was going on in there. And then, you know, uh, Tiger, you know, grows up and I, I don't know, I don't know what happened. You know, he ends up, he starts dating Ellen Nordegren, who was his ex-wife. And, you know, it was well documented in there that, you know, she didn't like the spotlight, but he was, you know, hey, this is how it is. You know, I'm a popular polarizing figure in the sport of golf. But, uh, you know, first time's going to Vegas when he's filming commercials. And, you know, he's going with uh, Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley and other athletes and, you know, other celebrities. They're going to these clubs uh, you know, the nightlife, we know how it is in Vegas. Uh, you either been there or you haven't. You know what Vegas is about. And, um, you know, he was asking Michael Jordan, well, what do I do? You know, because he seems like more of the kind of nerdy type person, you know, of the group. And uh, Michael Jordan said, just tell them who you are. Tell these women who you are. Tell them you're Tiger Woods. And he did. And one of the ladies on there uh, she was like a, you know, one of the service managers, and she said, "Oh man, Tiger had women coming up there, one by one by one by one by one, just just coming up there, and it was crazy hearing all that, and sometimes thirty women, and I was like, my goodness, you know, that was just for the weekend, and then one lady he had met in New York who kind of became like the mistress or whatever, um." Like, oh my gosh. Um, so he was getting ready to prepare for a big, big uh, tournament uh, down in Australia. And uh, he was telling, he got real connected with her on a level. And, 
you know, he said, oh, I can't sleep. I, you know, I'm going to fly you down here, you know, pretty much uh, on a red eye. And, you know, he was needing to get consoled. And I just wonder if he was like, he, he was missing something in his life or something. And, you know, uh, he liked to be held and cuddled and all that. And all these women just give him, you know, obviously all this attention because, you know, he's a big polarizing figure. And uh, just hearing the stories and, and the 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 um, the relaxers he was taking, uh, ambient and all that, uh, and I don't know, maybe he was under a lot of stress, maybe uh, maybe to be just uh, you know a great athlete, or you know he just wanted to keep submitting his legacy as being one of the best golfers of all time, which you know there's argument probably in there, but he probably is one of the best golfers of all time, but. Wow. So, uh, but he, he, you know, he makes an incredible comeback and everything. And he's had um, five back surgeries, I believe. Um, and, you know, he's now 45. And he's probably going to be out of action 12 to 16 months, you know, give or take. But I think to be safe, probably 18 would be probably max. But, you know, and he actually shares a birthday with um, LeBron James in December. So, you're looking at now he's going into 46 and then next year we'll be going into 47. So you're just wondering how all that's going to turn out, uh, you know, for him, but it was really cool. All the golfers yesterday, uh, for the, one of the Puerto Rican opens, they were for the golf tournaments, they were all wearing red. So a lot of people came out support. Um, you know, and he apologized, uh, back several years ago for having the affairs and everything. But, you know, I think a lot of people knew, like, okay, you know, he, he he's turned over New Leaf. Um, you know, he's he probably came out a better person. And so, uh, but, man, the, the, the vehicle, you should have seen it, and probably a lot of you have. Uh, it was just crushed tremendously. And they had to take Jaws of Life just to get him out um, and everything. So, um yeah, just a speedy recover for Tiger. Uh, he's recovering in Southern California. Um, but it's just just crazy to think about that. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, he's been through a lot. He's been through a lot. So, you know, just wishing him all the best and everything and whatnot. Um, so I do want to get to our guest for this week, nonetheless. Uh, and actually going into March now, the 1st of March. So Awareness Month, uh, Women's History Month. Uh, we've had so many women... Um, over the last 50, 60, 70 years that have really, really uh, shattered the glass ceiling multiple times. Um, and, you know, as we know, Kamala Harris uh, becomes the first female vice president, a huge step. And now younger girls can actually see, okay, well, you know, there's hope for me in case I want to, uh, you know, become a vice president one day. So just so much is going on, even in sports to politics. You know, women have taken, uh, yeah, this 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 uh, world by storm uh, tremendously. And so one of our, you know, strongest women in our community uh, that I'm just just privileged and honored to be friends with, Lorraine Steiger, uh, who's actually uh, going for her doctorate now. Uh, just tremendous, um, very very intellectual person. And we have conversations all the time about just so much going on in the world. But, uh, you know, so so this week we're going to kind of uh, get an insight into her life and, and everything and what's going on. 
Um, you'll find a lot of things interesting and whatnot, uh, but it's just so great to connect with uh, powerful women in the community. So without further ado, here's our uh, guest for this week on Happy Hour with Ryan, Lorraine Steiger. So we're back with my friend Lorraine. What's Happy up? customer service week. Hey. What's up, girl? Yay. <laughs> you ever been in customer service? And yeah, <laughs> I don't think we, we, I think people take that lightly. I, I don't know. Customer service? Yeah. <laughs> as far as like, I don't think we get enough recognition. No. I complain a lot, but <laughs> I'm serious. I do. I do. I do. Yeah. But anyway, so you're back in Little Rock. Yep. Yeah. Are you, you're from Little Rock? Yes. Born and raised. Born and raised. Okay. Okay. Um, and you went to Catholic school. I did. Mount St. Mary's. Mount St. Mary's. Yeah. <laughs> Mount St. Mary's. So how was it uh, going to a Catholic school? Uh, can you tell us like, <laughs> I mean, I've heard stories. Not it was a bad, you know, but. The Catholic aspect of it, I could have done without. Mm-hmm. At the time, it was really important to me. So like, mm-hmm. I'm, I can't discount that part of my life because it, it was a huge piece of who I was. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think now as an adult looking back, what I valued mm-hmm. mostly about going to Mount mm-hmm. uh, is that it was a all girls school. Mm-hmm. And so the people I saw in like student leadership, uh, running mm-hmm. for council, running for all these different like leadership type positions, the head mm-hmm. of the basketball team, volleyball team, whatever mm-hmm. it was, was all female led. So I think mm-hmm. that's something that has impacted me now as an adult mm-hmm. that I think if I had gone to a co-ed school and having that, mm-hmm. like when I went to a college and there was boys and girls or, you know, yeah, people of various genders, mm-hmm. it was kind of, it was a different shift. You see more men, especially mm-hmm. in our political system, like mm-hmm. uh, at jobs and everything, you see men uh, in these roles. So yeah. I think that kind of propelled me into the work that I do in right. a I didn't even realize it in an unconscious way, I guess. So it's one of those things, did you like know what you wanted to do? I always like present this question, like mm-hmm. when you were going through college or was it right as a cusp of you, like you were graduating or? Who girl. <laughs> did I know what I want to do? I still, no. Uh, I don't either though. I'm, I'm like 35 and people are like, oh wow. Or almost 35 and yeah. Uh, still no, I'm there. 30, flirty and thriving. Though <laughs> 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 no, uh, I actually didn't know what I wanted to do until I was in my last semester of my master's program. When I was wow. in, and specifically what I wanted to do. I knew generally what I wanted to do was to always help people, mm-hmm. but I had never been exposed to like the multiple ways that you could help people. So I yeah. thought initially it was like psychology. I was like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. do psychology, that's mm-hmm. important, we're gonna save lives. Mm-hmm. And then I yeah. was like, you know what? Sociology. I was introduced to sociology, and I was like, "It's not the person's fault; it's society's fault." It I was is, like, it "So, is. <laughs> yeah." I was like, "This is a multi-pronged issue. So, uh-huh. what? How can I look at this at like, I guess, a more macro level?" And mm-hmm. then, uh, after graduating, I discovered public health, and I was like, yes. "Holy shit! Yes. This is it. This is it." Yeah. Um, can I cuss on this? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't care. You know, girl, cuz do whatever you want to do. Say what you want to say. It's it's uh, uncensored, sorry. unrated. Sorry, <laughs> like it's whatever. Yeah. No. Okay. I get this question every so often. People, are like, I don't like be yourself. Like this is just fun, you know. Yeah. yeah. Reaching people where they are and just expressing themselves. So yeah. Yeah. So, and then it was like towards the end of my master's program, mm-hmm. which I had like. 
So being queer in the South, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. not a lot of mm-hmm. resources. But mm-hmm. then also, mm-hmm. like, we don't talk about sex or sexuality or, like, what that really is. And I never got sex ed. Did they not uh, teach y'all in high school? Because they, they, like, separated the guys and the girls my, uh, let's say, I was 13, my seventh grade year. Like, Yeah, I think they did that. But it was, like, a, the period talk. Like, you're going to have babies. That might have been the girl. But thing. I don't yeah, know what yeah. they did on the boys' side. The, ours was <laughs> just, like, they were just, like, about sex. Like, and our coach, uh, who ended up being my senior high basketball coach for a few years, was like, all right, like, you know, ejaculate and this and that. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, yeah. he, like it was, yeah. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. I'm At least like, you kind of okay. talked about it. Yeah. Because yeah. the, the nurse took the girls in the library. Mm-hmm. And then we were in our science, seventh grade science room. And then, yeah, that, that's where that kind of stemmed from. But yeah. yeah, it was very, like, surface level. Like, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. will have a period. You will get pregnant. Yeah. Don't mm-hmm. have sex. Because if you have sex, you're going to get pregnant. Right, right. Um, or mm-hmm. you're going to get AIDS. And that, you know, it was just real dark. Yeah. Uh, But sex ed isn't dark. Sex ed is fun. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. And, like, it's important and, you know, all that stuff. So it wasn't until later in my master's when I really, like, started diving into that piece of my life that I didn't realize was missing. Mm. And so the more research I did, uh, I worked on a a project and I went Mm -hmm. across the state Mm -hmm. uh, with a professor professor of mine Mm -hmm. and we actually interviewed high school students Mm -hmm. and was like what do you like what do you want to learn like Mm -hmm. what like what do you what do you need to have healthy relationships and not just healthy intimate sexual Mm -hmm. relationships Mm -hmm. but like Mm -hmm. your friends your family like there's so Mm -hmm. much more to sex ed it's like it's not sex it's like education like sexuality human education um because i'm thinking that's what it is like i'm just thinking like it's the basis of it but that's really interesting so it's kind of broaden out branches out into other avenues yeah so like as a sex educator the majority of the like classes that i taught were either anatomy or consent so i talked a lot about consent i Mm -hmm. talked a lot about like of course i'm going to talk about like stis and things like that like Mm -hmm. what are they what are they they not Mm -hmm. how can you get them how can Mm -hmm. you not get Mm -hmm. them like Mm -hmm. You know, and safe sex practices and things like that. But a lot of it was, like, communication and relationship building. That's a huge uh, part it, it, that hygiene. everybody knows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. there are things that, like, even I was taught or was was not taught. Mm-hmm. Like, as a person with a vagina, like, there are things that you need to, like, mm-hmm. know. And, like, a person with a penis needs to know other right. things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just not being taught that in school, like, really kind yeah. of, you're, you we assume that the parents are teaching it, but the parents didn't. Nah. Taught. And so you know how, how are you gonna like yeah. bridge that gap? And you know how the dads are probably having to talk with the guys, and then mm-hmm. I don't know the moms with the girls. You know, I don't know. That's just a, I don't know. I don't have parents. My mom. Every never, parent addresses it differently. So. Yeah, and I never really. My mom never. I come from a single parent household, mm-hmm. so yes, yeah, same. she never. Yeah, so she. You know, I don't know. Yeah, she, she, was <laughs> like, like, she was like, I hope you make it. Yeah, right. And I was <laughs> like, just, just good, blessed. Good yeah, I was just blessed to like not ever like, you know, um, encounter. I mean, I know I was going off to school. Now, when she got married, my stepdad, and it was weird. Like, before I turned 21, it was like one, it was like a year before I had known him. And it was just like. I was about to be turning 21 my second year of college and he's like okay 
So, uh, Ryan, you're going to be turning 21 in November, and or should you have your prophylactics? And I was just like, what? You know, okay. I know, like, I already, I'm already 21 almost, and then I kind of already know that. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is something funny that I, like, kind mm-hmm. of like to share. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, as, yeah, as somebody that, like, I've never had sex with a man, just uh-huh. full disclosure. Right, right, right. So, uh-huh. I've never, but mm-hmm. even if I had had sex with a man, I don't mm-hmm. know that I like what my exposure to condoms would have been Mm. and so the first time that i touched a condom was 29 years old (laughs) and so so i just think that's hilarious Mm because i'm just like why like i should have been taught at least at least what, like you know. what it is right so i right. pulled this thing and i was like holy shit <laughs> like, this is this is the weirdest thing i've ever seen it's yeah. kinda, like but um mm-hmm. and the first time i saw one was when i was told i was supposed to be doing a condom demonstration in front of high oh school oh my students. god so you're putting it so, over uh, i guess uh, like a wooden penis wooden pen, dildo. yeah or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so my supervisor was like have you never done this before and i was like no, bitch. Yeah, I'm doing a lecture, <laughs> I, I but no, not, I haven't. <laughs> I'm like, Ashley, can you please come in here? Please come in here and show me <laughs> how, to how to do, do this. It. Yeah. So then we oh do, like, God. she she does, like, the condom step-by-step with me. And now, like, it's fine. I'm totally, uh-huh. but, like, at first I was, like, really uncomfortable, mm-hmm. which is what is really common when I got in the community is everyone's really uncomfortable talking about or seeing or touching yeah, condoms. Yeah. But, and there's also like this crazy stigma, like you have to, in some places they're mm-hmm. locked up behind the desk at a Walgreens. So you have to ask I know and be like, Hey, um, can you unlock that? I would, uh, I need like that one over there. Purchase <laughs> yep. that bottom little lower. Yeah. That the, one. Yeah. yeah. The bike or blue package mm-hmm. says mm, Trojan yes. on it or whatever. I would like that. <laughs> Perfect. Thank yeah. you. Is it studded? Great. Um, trying to give it for her pleasure. So, so when you're doing the demonstration, was this in Arkansas when you first had um, to do 29? Or? No, uh, I was actually, that was when I was living in Memphis, Tennessee. I was working for mm-hmm. Planned Parenthood as a health educator. Okay. Um, okay. Interesting. Okay. So I would do uh, sex ed across Tennessee. The furthest into Tennessee I went was Nashville, but mm-hmm. I did from Memphis to Nashville um, right. They actually have three uh, locations in Tennessee. So they have really? one in Memphis, they have one in Nashville, and they have one in Knoxville. So it covers okay. the entire state of Tennessee. Okay. Interesting. But okay. another part of my area was northern Mississippi. So I spent mm. a lot of time in Holly Springs, Mississippi. Um, I did go down to Oxford once. So Ole Miss? Twice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Went down there. Um, and then a lot of like local community stuff, like in Memphis, Collierville, like that type yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Germantown. Uh, Germantown. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Very interesting. So you did that for how long? Are you still? A year and a half okay. uh, with Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm in my doctoral program, I'm actually mm-hmm. teaching an HIV 101 at the jail. That, oh, wow. Uh, which okay. Is a lot, which okay. has been really fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, a, it's cool because it's a different... Mm-hmm. I've worked with middle school through adult and then i've worked with like homeless adults homeless youth lgbtq i've worked with uh uh, women who are seeking asylum basically from abusive relationships so i've worked with various communities so this Mm -hmm. is I think this is the last one I can check off my list. Yeah. There may be others that I right. am so not aware of. Right, so you covered everything. Um, so I'm excited to like just be uh-huh. able to learn mm-hmm. more while mm-hmm. also providing health mm-hmm. literacy to this population that mm-hmm. like may not have had this resource at all. So yeah. it's really exciting for yeah. me. Um, mm-hmm. That's my favorite. 
I think that's my favorite part of my job is like mm-hmm. if they can walk away knowing like how to keep themselves safe mm-hmm. or like at least one fact about like mm-hmm. a myth that they may have heard mm-hmm. where they're able to be like that's not true then uh-huh. like they're able to kind of mm-hmm. you know use the tools that I gave them to kind of say mm-hmm. yes or no to something yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty rewarding I've you know really enjoyed it that's awesome so kind of shifting gears here yeah. a little bit um, so there's been a huge seismic just change, like, and I think it's awesome, in my opinion. I think a lot of people would agree with me. So, like, women have, like, just shattered the ge- a glass ceiling. We're trying. Yeah, I mean, no, <laughs> I, and I think that's great. Tell me, like, and I mean, even, and I'm a huge, as m- many people know, a wrestling fan, and mm-hmm. just... You know, yeah, even glow. Yeah, glow. Yes. Oh my gosh, yes, I <laughs> yes. love that show. Yeah, I finally got to actually went back and binged. Uh, I think I binged all three seasons, but uh, and as many most would know, um, uh, three women main event at WrestleMania this year had never been done before. What yeah. do you think about like now? I guess in the last, I know as far as wrestling, it was probably 2014. I don't know when it started, but what do you take us through? Like, what do you think about uh, all of that? Uh, Y'all. Because you had the uh, the women's suffrage, you know, and all of that, and you know, um, so what's your what's your um, opinions, kind of, with uh, on how things are going? Yeah, I, I, I feel but, like they're going in the right direction. Some I know there's always work to be done. I think improve, but I do feel like a lot has <laughs> been accomplished. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't. <sighs> A lot happens with like the women's march, the Me Too movement, all of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as, as you people might know, we yeah. have some young, young ones barking in the background, yeah. <laughs> providing commentary. Yeah, he is also very passionate yes. about uh, women's rights. Um, no, I think there has been a lot uh, of advancements, but there's also a lot going on. Uh, with lack of access to basic mm-hmm. health care mm-hmm. and things like that that goes yeah. along with like defunding Medicaid or like reducing access for Medicaid patients. So yeah. in a social mm-hmm. aspect, you're seeing more women mm-hmm. leaders, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's beautiful. Like the number of Bibles, types of Bibles or uh, religious texts that were at the last swearing in with the multiple religions. Oh, really? Um, I think okay. that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the mm-hmm. various women and their um, mm-hmm. religious affiliation and backgrounds and things like that. So I think in that regard, yes, it's beautiful and there's a lot mm-hmm. of progress. Mm-hmm. But that's at the national level, not necessarily here in Arkansas. Yeah, we so know I think, how. <laughs> and yeah. which, which is fine, you know, mm-hmm. is that trickle down effect, yeah. hopefully. Eventually. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, as far as like socially, I think we're definitely moving towards it. I think social media and the mm-hmm. media in general has a lot to do with that. I do too. Yeah. Um, because to be textbook, but yeah, yeah, that's that's what it is. We I get mean. it. Yeah. So fast, mm-hmm. and then we're yeah. able to comment on it and be like, "Hey, that's cool. Hey, that sucks." Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But behind the scenes, a lot of legislation and things are passing and going mm-hmm. through the house without anyone knowing it, limiting mm-hmm. access to abortion, limiting access to basic healthcare, uh, cancer screenings, mm-hmm. uh, things like mm-hmm. that, that people don't really take into consideration. Yeah, like you yeah. see, you see great things happening. You're like, Oh, everything's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of like, I guess more mm-hmm. intimate things that affect individuals, uh, mm-hmm. outside of like, 
maybe the policy like the big policy things that we're hearing because yeah. if you ever I don't know if you've ever sat in on one of those hearings no and I've so, wanted to I get invited to or you know uh, one of my good friends Robert Nunn he was on one of the podcasts I did mm-hmm. with him and yeah, like he actually, um, he was with Bernie Sanders. He helped him campaign, okay. and it was really cool. Holy shit, that's and awesome. he, yeah, he he sits on him, and I was like, man, I would love to just, you know, yeah. Monday or something, uh, you know, sit in on one. So. Yeah, if you ever get mm-hmm. a chance to go into a committee hearing, um, mm-hmm. it is really interesting to watch mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and to see how your representatives vote. Mm-hmm. Um, here locally, we have a couple of really awesome ones. Representative mm-hmm. Love has always been like super okay. awesome. Clark, great. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. God, what is uh, sorry, I'm drawing blanks on them. Right. You're I all great. I love you all. Uh, <laughs> I I, I'm sorry. One right now. <laughs> I mean, well, uh, work saving, uh, Kathy Webb, these are all like mm-hmm. advocates mm-hmm. for like mm-hmm. our community, and uh, there are mm-hmm. many, many more. Mm-hmm. Um, and they sit in and like yeah. really uh, fight for us. But yeah, no, uh, socially, yeah, I think a lot has been changing with females coming into leadership roles, but I think they're still a lot on the back end that just isn't there and that the average female or person with a vagina is not doesn't have access to and the access is continuously being taken away um i no longer take birth control but when i did take birth control mm-hmm. under the obama administration it was free um yes we love obama now <laughs> And uh, <laughs> shameless plug. Uh, and I'm, so I'm not sure because I don't take it now what that looks like. And for me, it was I had to take it, I had to get it like buy it in three month supplies for it to be free. So I couldn't just get like a monthly thing. Like, okay. so even then, okay. even though it was free, there were like mm-hmm. certain restrictions and like mm-hmm. loopholes ha- that I had to go through. Mm-hmm. And then I could only order it through CVS, but Arkansas didn't have CVS. Right. And, it was like Walgreens and Walmart. Yes. And, you know, yeah. So. Yeah. Again, yes, social. It looks like it, but there are just there are so many barriers to like women being able to be empowered and to have access mm-hmm. to what like the roles that they are capable of mm-hmm. being in. Mm-hmm. So, and it's crazy because you know, and you've probably heard it. Obviously, like men trying to tell women what to do. With their bodies. <laughs> yes. Like, and I'm just sitting there uh, scrolling, and I'm like, ugh, like really, like come on, like you just. I don't know. Yeah. I shake my head and I'm just, uh, you know, but. It, it is, it is really, really interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The opinions that mm-hmm. people have on what you should do with your body. <laughs> um, and, you know, like even something as simple as getting like a tattoo, people have. Oh yeah, uh, like opinions on like mm-hmm. my mom cried I got a tattoo. I was like, my mom, it's my it's my body. It's your body. You do what you like, want. Yeah. Like, I told my mom I wanted to donate plasma, and she because oh my I gosh, I've done that. Like I was like, I need some extra cash. <laughs> right, she right. Was like, College student. She was like, <laughs> you can't do that. I was like, you are literally telling me what I can and can't do with my mm-hmm. body right now, and mm-hmm. I kind of had a shit fit. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, you're throwing a BF, and I was like, yes, I am. <laughs> I was like, do not tell me what to do with my body. And she was yeah. like, I'm really sorry. And I was like, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's right. things like that that are just mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't give a fuck what you do with your body because it's your body, mm-hmm. it's your choice. And that's, that's how true. I feel. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Does that necessarily mean that like, say I, you know, ended up pregnant for whether it was like with somebody that I was like right. with mm-hmm. or if I was raped or if there mm-hmm. was like some type mm-hmm. of situation, mm-hmm. do I know if I would be able to make that decision? I don't know. I don't know until I'm put in and that situation. Yeah. I'm not like it's not my place to say. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Right. And and just with anything, I'm like, I have a hard time just dealing with myself. Like, right. I can't worry about anybody else, like, telling them what to do. I got my own mess. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, Like, you have no idea. Like, in a whole day, I'm like, ugh, I'm already exhausted. So, yeah. It is crazy. So what do you think? I guess the administration right now, what's going mm-hmm. on? You know, the possible possible uh, impeachment? impeachment. Yeah, like <laughs> I don't I don't even know. Like I'm just I was following it for a minute. My head, like, oh I was following it for a minute, mm-hmm. and then I was like <laughs> done following it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because it was like okay, cool. So we have the votes. Mm-hmm. What's going on now? What? And <laughs> yeah. then there's collusion. This and collusion oh that. And I am so smart, and I have such a big brain. Um, and we're going to go over here, we're going to do this turkey thing, and then we're going to go talk <laughs> to the people over here in China real quick. Like, you have your entire family in the fucking White House. Yep, we're going we're gonna <laughs> like, to call to Russia on the side, and yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. all of this stuff is going on, and I'm just like, this is just, like... This is this is better than any soap opera. Oh I've no, ever like watched. Kardashian, you can throw like, whoever in. No. Like, Real Housewives, like no. this, <laughs> draw, this is this is like I'm watching the news for comedy and mm-hmm. Comedy Central for news. Like that's where we are. Trevor in Noah, right now. yeah. Oh my <laughs> like, gosh, so hilarious. Like it's funny and it's not. It's actually, right, right. Ter- it's like, actually ooh, terrifying. <laughs> And, and I think that's how it was when the, this whole election, like, it, either one, not just necessarily Trump. Like, you you didn't know, like, and one, my cousin, he was just like, oh, my gosh, we're in a, we're about to be seeing a circus act. And that's what it's been doing. You know, yeah, that's what's been going on. for the past on. three years, it's been a shit Every time show. you turn around, I mean, w- with any president, you know, you're going to hear stuff in the news, but, like. Oh, the first four What's years next? of every presidency yeah, is yeah. always a shit show. That's why yeah. every in my in, this is my opinion. Mm-hmm. I am not mm-hmm. a political mm-hmm. scientist. Mm-hmm. This is not mm-hmm. my field of expertise. Right. My opinion is the first four years, like you really don't accomplish the things that you want to accomplish. You really don't. And there's a lot of backlash because there's a lot of shift going on, mm-hmm. and no one likes change. I don't care. If Nobody does. Yeah. I don't care if it's same party to party like mm-hmm. Republican to Republican Democrat mm-hmm. to Democrat mm-hmm. it's a different person mm-hmm. they have different ideas perspectives whatever yeah it's not really until the second term when like actual change takes place yeah um, and I think most people know that uh, right. my fear is that there will be a second term of Trump <laughs> um, yeah and it's just like well if you impeach him then you get Pence in there that's another few months and Pence his, and I don't know if he's Pence hates even, the gays more than Trump does Trump thinks right like, <laughs> he's just like he's like I like the gays you know like he came out saying that I yeah like, but then he's like does anti-trans policies anti-gay policies I'm like yeah, yeah. yeah. He was sure. like, love the gays. The gays, wow. by the way, in quote fingers, because that's an umbrella term, apparently. And you're just sitting use. there like, oh my gosh, like, some people just don't need to say anything, like, or they may say something too much, like, you know, when they're spewing out the rhetoric, it's just so ridiculous. Like, I don't even know. I'm like, yeah, you know how you sound right now, like, you know. No, it's, it's hard to watch, and it's someone like, so historically we've looked at our presidents as mm-hmm. like superheroes like i mean yeah, yeah. there are like 
talking about just ex- not that Abraham Lincoln was awesome. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that he was. Mm-hmm. Um, he has some mm-hmm. great things, but literally everyone mm-hmm. knows that he didn't want to get rid of slavery. Right. <laughs> yeah. It was a political. It, and I saw that one day, and I was like, oh, like I don't even no, but know if I've heard or didn't remember, and I was like, oh. Oh, they don't talk about it. In yeah, they don't history. really don't. Because we do. It's yeah. white history. You right. Know, that's what yeah. School, of course. Right? Yeah. Like, that's all they teach. Like. You know, no, black history. You got to go to like a museum. You got to right, call right. people. And like, I, took, I took. Like, her, I, I took African American history course, but uh, yeah, like oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. But the, yeah. but going back to like the superhero mm-hmm. aspect, they talk about Abraham Lincoln. The reason he's on the penny is that he mm-hmm. was such a noble man that he walked like miles in the snow to return a penny, and like that's yeah. how, that's how we used to talk about our presidents and like wow. this like yeah this they were like next to godliness, like they were ordained yeah. by God right. to be our president. Mm-hmm. Um, and for lack of a better, like better words um, that I can't think of right now. Um, so, but now we, you know, when we look at our presidents, it's it's just like, like right now it's a circus. And like, yeah, I mean, when Obama was president, they would say things about Michelle, like, oh, it's mm-hmm. an ape in heels and like mm-hmm. have these racist, like lynchings yeah, and things like yeah, that. So it's I think like, somebody even called her like a gorilla. She looked resembled a, a monkey. Yeah, and I yeah, was like, gorilla, really? You know, that's what, like, yeah, so like, it's like 2008 and, and yeah. whenever they did it, like. It was yeah. disgusting. Yeah. And like, so. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's just such a huge shift, and like I, I really do like blame media on it, and like mm-hmm. the ability mm-hmm. to have such easy access. Like mm-hmm. we had superheroes back then because yeah. like you saw them when they showed up at the train station, and you went to that rally. Yeah, like, that's me. And they mm-hmm. di- they looked like a god. They were up there sitting there right. telling you what you want to hear, and then you didn't hear from anything until mm-hmm. you saw the political cartoon or the news yeah. article or the paper whenever it found its way there. Mm-hmm. But now everything's so instantaneous. Right. Um, and hate is like no more rampant than it was. Like, right. That's true. But yeah. Yeah. I think we're so much more aware of it and cognizant of it, like mm-hmm. as a society. And mm-hmm. in some circles, it's more accepted than others, which is true. still really, really fucking sad. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> like, you're so, just like, oh man, like, yeah, it's still like, going on. Folks. We can sit here and talk shit on Trump all day and be mm-hmm. like, oh, he looks like a Cheeto. He looks like a whatever, an or- right. like a ring tank. Or like, whatever, yeah. whatever you yeah, want to yeah. do. Mm-hmm. And like, that's your right mm-hmm. as an American. Mm-hmm. blessed mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but like that doesn't like that doesn't make anything better like it's no better than like the things that they were saying about the previous president exactly like so, you know comments or comments like yeah. however, it has nothing to do with like what policy mm-hmm. is or like what mm-hmm. is actually going on in the world mm-hmm. you can make fun of somebody all day it doesn't change mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that he signed this bill mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly like yeah. this is now law okay? mm-hmm. yeah um so mm-hmm. <clears throat> Yeah, it's just like, and like Obama, I know when he was in office, like, I know he, he was, he had made a comment and people would just like forget about, you know, the color of my skin for one minute. We could get some actual stuff done. I don't know how Trump feels about, you know, like, like you said, people are just going to come in and make mm-hmm. jokes and stuff. Like, and, and I've heard this from like also like different people. Do you think honestly we could actually work together as like Republican Democrat? Because I know you know it's almost like the whiny kid, like you know, and you got one over here and one over here. They're not gonna really come to. Well, I think uh, there are moderates on both sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have extremists just like we have extremists mm-hmm. in all things. Anything. Mm-hmm. Um, do I think that there is the ability to find common ground? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it 
is going to take swallowing of pride. It's going to have a take of like taking a step back and being like, hey, maybe I fucked up or right. hey, maybe I was right. But mm -hmm. like I need to also hear this side of the story and there is a compromise somewhere. Mm -hmm. Like as much as I've talked about a lot of people and like mm -hmm. uh, like even conversations that I've had like personally with some of the politicians, Jason Raper being one of them, who we've mm -hmm. we've talked about. Yeah, like I've right. spoken to Jason Raper, oh, wow. mm -hmm. and you know, I think what is lacking is the listening piece. Everyone wants to be heard. Everyone wants their name on Just something. Just sit back and listen, and but take no one in. wants to listen. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. once you give someone that respect, mm -hmm. like Jason Raper has never been rude to me. Mm -hmm. when I've talked to him. Right. Um, do I agree with literally anything he does? No. But, like, me listening to him means that once he was, like, once he saw that I was willing to listen, mm -hmm. then he listened to me too. Exactly. And we were able to be like, hey, we disagree on this. Agree to disagree, yeah. But, mm -hmm. like, I hear you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's missing. So, mm -hmm. is there, is it possible? Yes. Is it going to take some, like, mindfulness and some like ego like stuff yeah you can take pride, care of. a lot of people pride is like, a big thing in our country oh. and so yeah <laughs> no it's it's i mean that's all it is and i think that that would honestly solve a lot of our issues like like if you would just take five fucking minutes man just that's it. That's just, it. Listen. just listen yeah like i was telling you before we got on here mm -hmm. my best friend mm -hmm. is a republican yeah yeah like mm -hmm. and i am as liberal as they can right right i'm pretty well i'm pretty middle ground because i listen yeah, yeah <laughs> i'm a exactly. listener yeah yeah <laughs> um, but i think that's why you know her and i get along so well mm -hmm. and you know we agree to disagree and like i understand where she's coming from she understands where i'm coming from she doesn't necessarily believe in gay marriage but supports me even though i'm queer exactly like yeah and she's not gonna vote in a way that's gonna necessarily detriment mm -hmm. my my life like she would mm -hmm. never do that yeah because she knows me and like has that personal story so mm -hmm. it's like that's I feel like is a common ground. Mm -hmm. um, just one example that I can think of. Yeah, and me and Jen talk about it all the time. Like, you don't see it anymore. Like people helping each other. Like, mm -hmm. like we were talking about earlier. You were speaking on, and you're not helping your neighbor. Nobody talks to anybody anymore. Mm -hmm. Well, we're all stuck on our phones. That's another big thing in social media. So we're like sitting we were there, and we're mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk to Ryan today. I'm right. gonna sit here and text him instead and then i'm gonna post yeah. a link on facebook yeah. Mm -hmm. about, yeah, right. <laughs> about this argument that we're having mm -hmm. instead mm -hmm. of actually confronting confront yeah, yeah like, confront the issue yeah yeah it is we live in a we live in a very interesting world um mm -hmm. for sure especially in that regard in my opinion right right so kind of wrap uh wrapping up yeah. here so kind of the last subject so the recent shooting in dallas the, the younger african-american gentleman mm -hmm. uh what, what do you think about it? Uh, <laughs> I hate to bring you on and be the first one to kind of address it. Somewhere, Whoa, but, uh, first uh, one, man. <laughs> yeah, like, and I know because I haven't been on here about, about a month, but uh, yeah, like. Um, <clears throat> well, I, I, okay, I'm not. Mm -hmm. I don't really know what to say. <laughs> I, I'm. I mean, my immediate. Yeah, thought, tell me your tell me your immediate yeah, reaction because I'm just kind of like. Because when I first heard it. I was, and even now I said this, and I keep saying it, mm -hmm. going back to it. I've walked in my apartment or house many times, tipsy mm -hmm. and drunk. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And driving before that shouldn't have been. Right. Right state of mind. Never, you know, knock on wood, never killed anybody, never injured anybody, nothing so far. Mm -hmm. And I know, like, apartments look the same, but I still am able to have a conscious, like, I know where I'm at, like, in a way, like, okay, it's kicking in the gear and everything. Yeah, it's that, like, home Yeah, like, I know, like, where to go to. And I was like, how do you just walk in an apartment? Mm -hmm. And I was telling somebody yesterday, and I've heard this as well, like, I really think they had something going on. Mm -hmm. Like, immediately, because I was like... And that, for some reason, that popped in my head. Like, why would you just walk in this? Like, you're thinking that's your apartment, okay? But like, you know, like you don't recognize anything, and, that, and, that, and it's kind of odd, you know. And I don't know what happened. Like, was there any like conversation before she just whips out her, or she, did she just in, instinct and, or did he come run? I like, I don't know. Like, yeah, that I part, think that's, we'll probably never know. I think that's the part that, mm-hmm. like. I don't feel like I can speak intelligently on it because I don't, I don't know. Yeah, and I don't even, yeah, <laughs> like, I'm just like. I think I it's know. an absolute tragedy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm like, not to sound mm-hmm. like crass or mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I don't have a heart, but right. it's just like mm-hmm. I'm inundated with it yeah. all the time. And I think we all are as a society. Mm-hmm. It's every day. Yeah, so, yeah, something not just that, it, but yeah. something going on. Well, and it's like another death, another death, and then <laughs> another shooting, yeah. another wrongful arrest, another this, that, and the other. And it's mm-hmm. just like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, and I don't know if it's yeah. because we see it more often because we do have access to the like internet. Yeah, because I don't remember ever like, like newspapers the news yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. we have the news at our fingertips right now. I can sit right. here and Google like whatever, whatever I want. Happens. And mm-hmm. so I, I don't really have an opinion on what happened yeah, other than yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah. We, and I, I really don't. That was just my it's just, in, instinct, but it, it, it's, it hurts. <laughs> like It does. It's so. really sad. Um, Rubia Garcia. I don't know if you know her. So she's from New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Love her to death. Like she, she comes on and. Uh, like you know, she was you know she was speaking on the subject, and she was just saying how you know as far as like most of her students are uh, black, you know that she has there, and so um, it she's still trying to wrap her head around it. Yeah. And she's huge on social media, or whatever has a huge yeah. following, and she's just like, I can't speak on it, but. How do you know? How do I tell my students they can be whatever they want to be? You know, and you know, it's yeah. just I, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, like how do you how do you empower mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A, like especially exactly. our youth? Yeah, mm-hmm. who need to be empowered? Who right now are probably not feeling empowered because they're seeing they're seeing all, all this, this going on. And I didn't really see that much when I was younger. Yeah, going on, and I, I guess I'll take it. Was it 2016? I think mm-hmm. when that, even before the presidential election, all this stuff was going on. Yeah, the shootings and oh yeah, no, it like, was definitely going police. on. Police, and it, I was just like, man, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Well, and, I think there was like this, like from my perspective, like mm-hmm. this uptick mm-hmm. in oh, it's okay to be hateful because mm-hmm. I'm empowered now mm-hmm. by a radical racist. 
And so I saw, or homophobe, or, you know, yeah, whatever, classist, like, <laughs> just, I'm enabled, like, to discriminate, <laughs> and, <laughs> or empowered to discriminate, <laughs> and I think that's yeah. kind of, but it's not that it wasn't always there. Oh, yeah. I think it just made it where it kind of took a little bit of the veil down. <laughs> like, there's a little more pride in being, like part of the KKK or part of the, a white supremacy group right. or part of mm-hmm. a anti-gay or like organization mm-hmm. or pro-life organization. Not mm-hmm. that being pro-life is wrong. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Just your belief. Just that out there. Yeah, like you, you, but when you're standing outside of a clinic and yelling mm-hmm. at somebody telling them that they're going to hell. Now see that. That's now why you're I got an a problem. Extremist. Yeah. And that's a problem. <laughs> like you don't know anything yeah. about that person what they've yeah. been through what they're they going may through. also just be going in there to get like a regular screening mm-hmm. <laughs> or like yeah. a test or right. prenatal care because mm-hmm. they're actually keeping their child yeah, um, yeah exactly. so that that's mm-hmm. kind of where i struggle with some of like some pro-life organizations but then it's like the family what are they called like the family something or what whatever mm-hmm. but they just like preach hate um right. and have been labeled as like a hate group and it's just like the the mm-hmm. veils are I think slowly dropping on yeah. these groups that used to kind of have this like behind the scenes mm-hmm. like oh we're yeah. going to support financially and like whatever all these groups but mm-hmm. now they can openly be like here here's a large sum of money from our organization because True. we're a bunch of rich white men mm-hmm. and we can right exactly <laughs> Wow. So you got anything to plug before we kind of wrap up here? Ooh, uh, plug. Yes, yes. No, not Miss, really. Miss soon to be doctor. No, Lorraine. that's many years, many years from now. Uh, many, many years from now. Uh, you know, get tested. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, know your status. There's no stigma. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a lot of places you can go and get tested. Um, if you ever have questions about sex ed or anything yeah. like that, I'm yeah. happy to talk to you. Yeah. Um, and there is going to be a lot more exciting things to come with that. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so be on the Look lookout. forward to it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I was going to mention in the beginning, so we got yeah. breast care awareness. So I'll come oh, in yep, with this, this month. Yeah. So have you lost anybody or had any um, in your family a scare or kind I, of with it? or? I have not had, uh, so breast cancer does not run in my family. Mm -hmm. I am very fortunate. I have Mm -hmm. had, I have lost family or not friends of family. And, um, I do have friends that have had breast cancer. Mm -hmm. Um, but wearing pink doesn't necessarily do much for breast cancer. Uh, donating to local organizations is definitely mm-hmm. the best way mm-hmm. Susan G. Komen CEO makes right. a lot of fucking money oh my gosh yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. and uh, Planned Parenthood has free breast cancer screenings oh so, that's awesome like, <laughs> yeah you can go yeah. get screened yeah. uh, for that uh, and if you see a mammogram bus please go get screened it's free because um, yeah. you need to start going what age um, it depends uh, if you have the gene which you can get tested for it's going to uh-huh. be earlier Okay. Um, but I do believe it's 50 if I'm wrong please don't come at me yeah I just I, I really I, feel I, like I would that's guess it 40 to 50 yeah I think it's I like it's it's like around menopause time mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. for uh, women or people with uh, mm-hmm. uteruses yeah. Um, so yeah just make sure you get screened mm-hmm. uh, and that there are places to get free screenings so. awesome awesome well thank you for being on uh, we're gonna go to Fassler Hall and uh, <laughs> it's Oktoberfest yes it somewhat. is so uh, yeah thanks for being on appreciate you absolutely thank you. thanks Ryan thank you. Yeah.